Welcome to the Cleaning for Profit podcast, the podcast that helps you get started in your own cleaning business. For more information on starting your own cleaning business, visit cleaningforprofit.com. Hi there, my name is Tom Watson, and I'm going to be walking you through this episode. Today's episode is titled, Be a Boss You Would Like to Work For. For those of you starting a business for the first time, managing employees can seem a little scary. While there's a lot to learn concerning the management of people, I think it's easier when you simplify the process down to its basic elements. For me, it boils down to this. Be the type of boss that you would like to work for yourself. I don't know about you, but for me, I would like to be treated kindly, fairly, and with respect. They're the three biggest issues for me. Now, what's really interesting is that being viewed as a manager who is considered kind to their staff actually matters according to the most recent study. This was done by the Gallup organization, and, and they found that it to be the fourth most important concern for employees in the workplace. Being kind, their manager being kind, the fourth most important thing. That's really interesting. It turns out that treating people well is not only morally correct, but it helps your bottom line because it makes employees feel more loyal to the firm as a whole. So now the question becomes, how do you become that kind of boss that people would like to work for? I mean, we're all different and we all have our quirks, but how do you do it? And better yet, how do you perform well? doing it. Well, the study found five steps for managers to take, and we're going to go over them briefly right now. The first one was, say thank you often. Don't be afraid to utter utter one of the most rewarding phrases you can say to anyone. Thank you, especially to a staff member. Managers have countless opportunities to recognize their employees' contributions from the smallest little thing they do to the big things they do. Don't miss these moments. Say thank you often. Number two, listen. Many times, and this was a big problem for me when I started, many times managers start barking out the answers to questions before the other person's even finished asking the question. I still do this to this day sometimes. They think they already know what the question will be so they start trying to answer it too fast. Instead, take the time to truly listen to others. Encourage your employees to think through the issues with you. This makes them feel like more of a team member than just a subordinate. Work together to come to a solution. You listen, you give some input on how you would handle it, let them put some input in, work together as a team. But to do that you have to listen. Number three, encourage them. Be a cheerleader in a sense. Let your staff know you got their backs. For instance, if one of your employees is enrolled in, in school, you know, taking night classes or something, simply check in once in a while and ask them, how's it going, Bob? Or how's it going, Michelle? Find out if there's something you can do to support them. Maybe you could let them report to work a little later for a day that they had a big test on, something like that. You get the idea. Try to work with them. This will let them know that you care about them and not just what they do for you, you know. So that's also very important. Be a cheerleader and encourage them. Number four, this is very important. Be upfront and candid when needed. The hard conversation is never a favorite on a manager's list of things to do. I never liked having tough conversations with people, but, you know, it comes with the territory. It isn't any fun 
speaking frankly with an employee about his or her performance when you're delivering bad news. You know, I never liked it. You know, sometimes like it could be about losing an, an account. They have an account that they clean, and maybe they're doing a good job at it, but for whatever reason, you know, you lost the account, and this means they're going to lose 20 hours a week. That's a tough conversation to have sometimes. Now, the good news is is that studies show that employees respond more positively when their managers are just completely forthright with them with the negative news. Simply being honest and sharing the news is important. Now, also, empathy goes a long way towards making the conversation conversation a little bit easier. You, you, you can't just be one way, you know, hey, blurt it all out and not, you know, listen to their response. you got to have some empathy that, you know, something tough just happened. They, they may have lost 20 hours or 10 hours, and they really needed that money, and it's going to hurt them. And you got to, you know, try to be there for them and, you know, just see what you can do maybe to, to help them through it in some way. But listen and be there and don't just bark out the bad news and go run away to your office stick with them. Number five, never stop building trust. This is one of the foundations of leadership and it is built slowly over time and it doesn't happen by accident. It never happens by accident. This is achieved in four main steps. First, you have to keep your demeanor consistent, which means avoiding uh, the good days and the bad days. Stay even keel with your staff. You don't want your employees to wonder whether Dr. Jekyll or Mr. Hyde's going to show up today. Okay, be consistent. Secondly, you always need to be honest. This means no half truths or no hidden agendas on your part. That's very important. Just you got to be honest all the time, or people just aren't going to trust you, and they won't work hard for you if they don't trust you. Uh, the third part is being reliable. This means no gossiping. Be sure to keep any confidential com- conversations you have with people confidential. Okay, don't be sharing news between employees. You know, if you have a conversation with Joe, it stays with Joe. Uh, the last step is always keeping your promises. If you say you're going to do something, make sure you do it at all costs. The last thing you want to be known as is someone who will say anything to make an employee happy but never deliver when the time comes. That that will really annoy your staff, make puts you in a bad light, and it they're never going to work hard for you if that's the type of person you are. You have to keep your promises. You know, if you want them to hold up their end of the bargain, you got to hold up yours, and that's why keeping your promise is so important. So this wraps up our episode of Be a Boss You Would Like to Work For. I hope you found it interesting, and thanks again for listening. Be sure to check back next week for our next episode. For more information on how to start your own cleaning business, I encourage you to visit my blog right over at cleaningforprofit.com. Just click on the blog section for my latest posts. Should you have any questions or comments about this episode, just visit the website and go to the Contact Me page. I look forward to hearing from those of you that touch base, and I'll talk to the rest of you next week. Thanks again for tuning in.